0: This episode is brought to you by Fortis et Fidelis, honoring the brave and faithful service of our fallen. The free will never forget. Hey everyone, Raiden here. And if you haven't heard, we were recently named one of the top 25 military veteran hosted podcast by podcast magazine and I just want to take this time to thank you all for your support not only with this podcast but also in supporting our brand Fortis et Fidelis and in helping us create and provide memorial coins for families of the fallen so I appreciate y'all until then enjoy this episode thanks I'm your host, Raiden Dionisio. Uh, today, I have a sp- very special guest with, with us. He is a Marine veteran. Uh, he's also the owner and founder of uh, Burn Pit Barbecue. Uh, I have none other than uh, Gregory Fisher, or Greg Fisher, sorry. Um, Greg, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, brother. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so, you know, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and uh, what you're doing now.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Thanks for the introduction. I'm uh, humbled to be here and uh, part of your podcast. I've been listening to a few of them, so uh, really excited to be here and, you know, thanks for all you're doing, bringing awareness to some of the things that uh, veterans and also some service members are doing now. So, Uh, but yeah, as as you mentioned, I kind of, uh, within the past few months, I've left the corporate world and I ventured into entrepreneurship and am doing doing my own thing and and started to build a a barbecue brand company, Burn Pit BBQ. Um, a little veteran humor there with the burn pit. Um, some might not find it funny, but some might. So that's kind of that's kind of what you get from a Marine grunt.
0: As long as he gets people talking, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Because right. I'm
0: definitely interested. In burn Pit BBQ. Yeah. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, just kind of backtrack a little. Can you just tell us a little bit about your service, uh, the time frame you served and and things like that when you got out?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, So I served, uh, as you mentioned, the Marine Corps uh, from 2002 to 2006. Um, So you could say maybe I was a a product of September 11th. Um, You know, I was a senior in high school when that happened, and it really helped um, make up my mind uh, what I was going to do after high school. Um, so, you know, as we were getting into the thick of things in Afghanistan, I was in uh, you know, boot camp and uh, eventually after going to uh, infantry school uh, in San Diego, um, I was assigned to 1st Battalion, 7th Marines. Mm-hmm. And they're already in Kuwait staged um, as things started heating up a little bit more uh, with Saddam and his regime. Um, so me and, and probably about a handful of others that got assigned to one seven, uh, met up with, uh, the, the battalion in Kuwait in country already. Um, so I was with, uh, one seven f- through the push to Baghdad, uh, we settled back down in the, the city of Najaf after the war was declared over for, you know, five, six months. And then I did, uh, two more deployments after that, um, both of those deployments were to uh, the Anbar Province in Al Qaim, Iraq, um, kind of a hot spot for um, people crossing over the border into Syria from Syria into Iraq um, through the Euphrates River. There, mm-hmm. um, so I, I spent uh, my second two combat deployments over there.
0: And then you got out. Uh, was it two thousand six or two
1: thousand seven? Yeah, I got out uh, in two thousand six. You know. Uh, three con- combat deployments in three years will kind of take a, a toll on you. And, yeah,
0: definitely.
1: and uh, uh kind of uh, was a little bit lucky sometimes, so I, I figured that I wasn't going to press my luck anymore.
0: Yeah, most definitely. Um, so, you know, did four years, did three combat deployments in those four years. Um, what was What would you say was your biggest takeaway from being in the Marine Corps or in the military in general?
1: Um, well, I mean, uh, my, my biggest takeaway was that you can plan and you can train as much as you, as, as you want. Um, but you know, really when things start to hit the fan, it's your instincts that take over, um, having good leadership, um, having the ability to adapt and be agile to the situation is key. Um, and, and I think for the most part, most Marines, as well as, uh, anybody that's ever served in the military has that instilled within them mm-hmm. uh, that no, no matter how, how well you plan, things are things are probably going to go wrong, especially in the combat environment um, and, and being able to, to rely on each other and, uh, you know, folks stepping up, stepping up to the plate when it's called upon. Uh, I, I think those are all keys and, and things that I've learned and that also suit us well in life after the military.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, the term that comes to mind, especially with me as a corpsman being with the Marine Corps is being, you know, Semper Gumby, right. I right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always tell you, stay Semper Gumby and be flexible and be fluid because yeah, absolutely. Things, like you said, plans, we, we can plan all day, but once you get out there, it, that just goes out the window. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so a great, great point on that. Um, so you got out. How was your transition from, uh, you know, in the mil- from the military to the civilian world?
1: Yeah, I, my my transition was probably better than most, I'd say. Um, you know, they say that you know when, especially for enlisted folks, or there are people that are active duty. Um, you lose your house, you lose your job, you lose your friends all in the same day. Um, so when you transition, a lot falls on you. Um, and when I came back home. Uh, to Wisconsin here. Um, I had a pretty strong support system to fall back on. Um, you know, I had a fiance that was with me for all of my deployments. Uh, she knew what, uh, you know, what had happened. So, you know, she she was obviously great. Uh, I, had, I, I still have family back here. So they're all great um, support, um, providing me resources, ideas, thoughts, and, and just keeping me on my feet as I kind of, tried to figure out what I wanted to do next. Um, so I would say my transition was probably uh, better than most from what I understand.
0: And that's, that's great to hear, man. And, and some of the things that you wrote down here, um, it's just good to hear that, you know, um, it's not always, uh, once you have that support system, uh, once you have people that actually love you um, there to support you, um, you know, you can, you can do anything and it's, you're living proof of that. Um, right. you know, um, it, cause it's not always, you always hear the stories where, you know, uh, guys in our community, they always struggle once they mm-hmm. get out. Um, what, what would you say other than the support system has been key for you?
1: Um, well, uh, you know, one thing I forgot to mention, but what, what was huge for me is I was really motivated to go back to school. use my GI bill, um, and I, was, I played sports growing up um, in high school and you know, did have the opportunity to, to you know, I was thankful that a few colleges were looking at me before the Marine Corps. Um, and I kept in touch with some of those coaches. And when I came back, I had the opportunity to walk on uh, to a D2, you know, Division II men's soccer program. And one thing that was really key for me um, was kind of finding my new tribe. So, you know, we have a, a strong sense of, of brotherhood in the Marines, um, you know, a tie that can't be broken. Um, and it was important for me, and I think it's important for others that are transitioning to find that outside of the military. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say, you know, the, the men that I, I played soccer with in college be, kind of became my new, my new unit, right? So, you know, we obviously went through the college experience together. Uh, I, I had a group of men that I could uh relate to, you know, that we had struggles on and off the field. Um, so again, it kind of um it helped to have that, uh, especially when you, you know, go through four years in the military of having that every day. Uh, I know once you get out, you that that's something a lot of Marines and people I talk with miss is that brotherhood. So having that new tribe really, really helped me in my transition.
0: Mm. I mean you that's that's a great point. I mean uh, that's uh, talk to other veterans and and uh, people who've trans transitioned. I think that's key is like you said, finding that new tribe uh, because we all want a sense of belonging, a sense of purpose um, because you you know you lose that once you get out. Um, you have you know you try to find something that uh, you're passionate about or uh, that you think you can belong to like everybody wants to find that next mission and right sometimes they're just we're just left with you know well what's next
1: yeah, yeah yeah and you know i owe a lot to those coaches that i kept in touch with right so i hadn't played soccer in four years <laughs> yeah. my body was broken down from you know three con combat deployments but you know they gave me a shot and you know they let me walk on and in, in redshirt to get kind of up to speed so i owe a lot to those people that kind of were there to assist me uh, in those first few years after i got out
0: yeah and um another great point you, you you said there uh for those of you guys listening I'm talking to uh, greg fisher uh the owner founder of burn, burn pit barbecue um so greg another point that i wanted to bring up that you said there was you stay you stay connected to those that other tribe mm-hmm. um, you didn't lose contact right um so what i guess what's has there been anything since you've um you know, you've left service and you found this next service, like second service, what I like to say, Mm -hmm. is there anything that the military helped you prepare for, um, when you, you know, uh, went into this, uh, entrepreneurship journey? Mm
1: -hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, um, you know, you, you hear uh, a lot of, um, of the other kind of famous, you know, more famous to me veterans out there like the Jocko Willings and and David Goggins of, you know, taking ownership of your journey, taking ownership of, you know, those aspects in your life. So I I came to a point after spending 10 years in the corporate environment of kind of reflecting back on everything that I accomplished and looking forward and really, it came down to was is taking more ownership of of my life and having the ability to you know build something outside of you know working for an organization. Um, and, and the military does a great job of, of that. You know, we are kind of responsible for ourselves, but also as a whole. Um, so I, I think you know my my time in the military definitely prepared me um, to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, we talked about it a little already. It was you know being adaptable, being agile. You know, mm. not not letting those setbacks really crush you, uh, but c- continue to persevere uh, and, and really take ownership of your future. So, yeah, I, anybody coming out or anybody that's served in the military definitely has all those characteristics. Um, and for me, it took me about 10 years of actually working for somebody else before I I took the leap uh, yeah. and, and had that kind of intestinal fortitude to go out on my own.
0: And I mean like four years and three three combat deployments in four <laughs> years, you know. What I mean, that'll like just toughen you up, man.
1: Well, yeah, it breaks you down first and then you can yeah. <laughs> then sometimes you miss those days.
0: Yeah. So uh, so let's get into this uh the burn pit barbecue. How did you come about with this brand, this idea? Tell us a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so I you know, I'm an avid barbecuer, you know, some people you know turn to fitness. Uh, some turned to paintball kind of to help with uh, maybe some coping of, you know, some of the, you know, post-traumatic stress, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, yeah. For me, you know, barbecue is my jam. Nice. <laughs> so I've been doing that for like a decade and um, I've been dabbling in e-commerce a little bit, uh, doing some, some things on the side as, as I was still in a corporate position and, you know, it came to the point where I was like, you know what, uh, you know, I'm never going to go full in on this unless I cut my ties with my corporate job. And, and that's really what set me off. Um, and the, the burn pit name actually came from another veteran I know. Um, and he, he really helped me out. Uh, he's a, he's a great guy that helped me get started too. So, um, uh, but no, he was another veteran. He's like, Hey, why don't you call it burn pit? You know, cause yeah. you know, we're just like uh, both veterans and, and he's like, that, that'd be a great name. So I loved it and I went with it. Um, so right now our goal is just to really uh, provide content, um, tools and resources for grillers and barbecuers that might just be starting out their journey Mm -hmm. uh, in that world so uh, we started the website about two months ago and we were putting like blog uh, blog posts up about recipes tips you know how to get started and then we also launched our first uh, all-natural barbecue rubs and spices uh, a few weeks ago actually Um, so we're dabbling in that piece um and uh, we're excited about this journey that's going forward that we don't know exactly where it's going to take us, but we're going to buckle up and get ready for the ride.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, is it just you or are you working with a team, a partner? With this? Yeah. So,
1: um, so I do have a partner, um, okay. and it is one of those, one of those guys, uh, you know, Ben Krepple, who I met, um, part of my second tribe at, uh, at college. So mm-hmm. on the men's soccer team there, uh, one of the guys that I'd go to battle with any day, uh, we kind of hit it off and, uh, uh, we've been friends ever since. And, uh, he's been kind of my go-to guy for, you know, barbecue stuff as well. So we decided that, uh, we're going to, we're going to try this thing together. It's
0: awesome, man. Yeah. So, um, going through this journey of, uh, you know, building this brand and this, uh, uh, burn pit barbecue, what would you say has been like the most trying or the most difficult moments you've had so far with your entrepreneurship journey?
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, aside from, you know, no guaranteed paychecks anymore, uh, (laughs) which I kind of knew and planned for ahead of time. So, you know, you know, part of, uh, you know, my military uh, background and and being prepared, you know, this wasn't just kind of a a go ahead and do it. You know, I had done quite a bit of planning ahead of time uh, to make sure that, you know, my family, you know, I have a wife and three young kids that we were, we would be set for a while at least. Um, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway is that, um, you know, there's, uh, there's a lot of ups and downs, uh, and not to let those downs get you to, you know, too down, um, yeah. trying to, trying to maintain kind of a, a calmness uh, and evenness in our business model and in our approach to the business, knowing that we're going to have these peaks and valleys and and just, uh, making sure that sometimes we celebrate success, but at the same time that we don't get too down on ourselves if we have a bad day.
0: And so you mentioned, you, you say you just started this year with, with this or.
1: Yeah. So this, this brand, the barn, the burn pit barbecue, uh, we started uh, that brand this year. Yep.
0: Okay. Um, so, you know, talk about the most difficult and trying times. What's been the most rewarding so far you've had.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think the most rewarding for us was that uh, when we actually had our physical product in hand, um, when you are starting to develop a product, um, it, you know, starting with an idea and then, you know, going all the way to actually having that product made and um, you physically holding that product in your hand, um, you know, that's probably been our biggest win. Um, and when I say physical product, I, you know, I think about the barbecue rubs that we have in the seasonings um so those that's probably been our our, our biggest accomplishment uh, accomplishment to, to date would would be bringing that idea and then uh, bringing it all the way to life
0: yeah and definitely seeing it come to fruition or seeing it like physically like you said just holding it and like all that work that you put in and you know you have it right there with you and it's just on you to to get it out there to the world right
1: yeah i feel so good i <laughs> mean yeah. it, it feels so good <laughs>
0: Yeah. Most definitely. Um, so are you guys like in stores, like tell us a little more, like where you, where they can find more on about the uh, burn pit barbecue.
1: Yeah, we're, we're, uh, right now, um, almost exclusively just on e-commerce. So our website we're selling, okay. um, so that's burnpitbbq.com. Uh, we are in, you know, here in, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, we are in one local store, um, frontline defender. Um, they're, at, they're at a local mall here. Um, they sell a lot of, um, uh, veteran owned, uh, frontline, uh, responder type of, uh, gear and and apparel and stuff. And we were fortunate enough to get in there. Um, and then we also do like local, um, shows like craft fairs and, uh, artisan fairs, that type of stuff to get the name and the brand out there.
0: That's awesome, man. That's a big accomplishment getting to, you know, your first store, because I know there'll be many to come. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's difficult in it itself, right? Like you have to make a pitch and kind of like, <laughs> hey, tell them, hey, how it's how much, uh, you know, how much it's worth to, to put this on the store.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I can't take all the credit for that. Um, with everything in life, man, I, I've I've had a lot of support along the way and um, a lot of people that have been in my corner helping me out. So. Um, I, I, I take a partial credit for that, but, uh, you know, one of my buddies actually hooked me up with that store. So, um, I have to give him a lot of credit as well.
0: That's awesome, man. And it's, you know, you just have those connections, right? Yeah. <laughs> you just keep those connections. Well, that's
1: part of, that's part of the transition to out of the military is, uh, I think people don't focus uh, enough on building connections outside of the military, yeah. um, and continuing to do that throughout your entire career.
0: Most definitely. Uh, so, Greg, can you give our audience one actionable step that they can take right now in pursuit of their second service?
1: Man, I forgot what I wrote down. <laughs> what? Uh, what you was said,
0: it? You said uh, take time to create a vision.
1: Ah, yes, thanks. Um, so, uh, and I, I apologize for that, but uh, I uh, I created a vision board for myself um, earlier on this year. Hmm. And it had a lot of different details, um, different aspects of my life. Um, so if you, if you look at all the things that you're doing in your life and things that you want to make an impact on, uh, I really encourage people to sit down and take time to write those down and, and put a vision board together of like photos of words that stick out to you. Um, as I went throughout this year, um, I had that sitting up in my bedroom and I'd, I'd look at it every night before I went to bed and every morning when I woke up. And... It just subconsciously those things stick into your, in your brain and your mind and uh, slowly, but surely things were, were, I was able to check things off mm-hmm. and I was, I was accomplishing things a lot faster yeah. um, than I would, you know, you know, in the past where maybe I'd create some goals or things like that and not necessarily have a vision for it. Um, So that, that'd be my, my biggest, um, my biggest kind of recommendation for for you know, folks that are looking to make an improvement in an area, or um, you know, just enhancing a strength or something like that, you know, put a vision to it. You know, look at it every day because mm-hmm. um, it really drives into the subconscious.
0: Man, I love that you brought that because I actually had uh, created my vision board earlier this this year as well. Yeah, um, and it, it's it's great. It's it's fun to create it and you know actually see see the. What you want to do or what you want to accomplish or what you've you've you have accomplished right mm-hmm. um, and i also have it in my bed in in our bedroom as, as well by the door uh, that way first thing i see is right there it's yeah. my vision board uh, before i leave before i leave for work um, i think that's that's important man because uh, without direction uh, without a vision where are you going
1: <laughs> yeah and i, I say man it's like- as soon as I did that, like I, I, I had those were year-long goals. I was hitting goals right. that I had for the entire year in three months. Right. So I'd scratch it off and I'd, I'd bump it up if it was something that could be bumped up, or I, I'd write something else in there. So it was, I was, I was really happy with um, the progress I was able to make just by having that visual there for me.
0: That's awesome. Huh? Um, so Greg, uh, closing down in this first segment of the show here. Uh, what's one thing you want our audience to take away from this episode?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think the biggest thing um, that I, I'd love to, to see more vets uh, or anybody listening to this, uh, this podcast um, is, you know, don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Um, you know, one of my, my favorite sayings is, uh, I'm always living at the edge of my comfort and competent zone. So that, that means I'm always pushing myself. I'm always trying to uh, find new things to improve on, uh, always trying new things. So I, I think sometimes we get into, we get stuck in habits and, and routines and we forget to push ourselves mm-hmm. and anybody that's been through, you know, a military boot camp or training knows that the, you know, those, those instructors are pushing you to your limits every day. And once we get out and we get kind of out of that routine, we forget, you know, how, how much we can accomplish and how much we can, um, really continue to develop if we only did that for ourselves so uh, I really hope that people can start to um, start looking at things that way a little bit more
0: yeah that's great another great point I mean if you're if you're comfortable you're not growing uh, right. <laughs> right you got you to feel some some uh, un- you know feel uncomfortable to to uh, you know to continue to grow because uh, you don't grow from being comfortable
1: right and life's all about growth yeah most definitely
0: um again guys if you're listening to this uh talking to uh greg fisher he's the founder and owner of burn pit barbecue uh, so greg coming up to the s- last segment of the show here uh this is what i call the fast five where I ask yeah. five questions same five questions I ask my my guests um, yeah absolutely all right so uh, first question what's one hobby you enjoy
1: Man, I've been doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for the past you know, two years, and I and I absolutely love it.
0: Awesome. Um, if you had to choose one person, uh, dead or living, to hang out with for one day, who would it be and why?
1: Yeah. Um, for this one, I, I would. Uh, yeah, I'd probably go and, and pick um, uh, my my grandfather on my mother's side. Um, he passed away on my third deployment. Uh, so all of a sudden, it you know was something that uh, wasn't you know couldn't have planned for yeah. and uh, you know he was a big supporter of of my uh, military service so i'd love to to go back and, and pick his brain a little bit more and, and get some more time with him
0: hmm. and that was you said your uh, third deployment
1: yeah during my third deployment yeah
0: okay um so next question recommend a book for our audience to read
1: yeah. One that I, I, I love and I probably reread once a year and I've been doing it for almost a decade now is uh, Never Eat Alone uh, by Keith Ferrazzi. Um, it just gives some great tips on how to network, how to build your connections, uh, and really how to look at um, helping others as well. So um, th- that's something that uh, I, I would highly recommend that book.
0: Never Eat Alone by yeah. Keith Ferrazzi. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Next question. What's your favorite quote and why?
1: Oh, man. Um, I I think I maybe already gave it. Um, You know, I'm always living life at the edge of uh, my comfort and confidence zone. Uh, And and again, that's just because I'm always pushing myself um, and, uh, you know, driving to improve in in areas that I either want to improve in or or know I have a deficiency in. So um, that's probably one of my favorite ones.
0: It's awesome. I love that. I, I, I haven't really heard that, but that's, that's a great quote. Um, and then lastly, what do you see yourself in a year, five years, or even 10 years from now?
1: Yeah, for me, the biggest thing, you know, hopefully I can continue to, to you know, be my own boss and can, can continue on this uh, entrepreneurship journey. Um, but really, ultimately, it comes down to, um, you know, being being a good husband and being a good father, um, having those opportunities while my kids are still young to see them, you know, learn and grow and in the sports and all that kind of stuff uh, and just being here for them. But uh, hopefully I'll have a successful business and, and continue to, to be healthy and, and give back to the military and veteran community as much as I can.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, uh, Greg, I want to thank you again for your time. Um, I appreciate you. And uh, just, you know, best of luck to, uh, to your entrepreneurship journey. Um, one more thing. How can our, our audience stay in touch with you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can go and visit our website, uh, burnpitbbq.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook burn pit BBQ. Um, otherwise you can, you can follow us on Instagram burn pit guys. Uh, we're on there. So check us out. Uh, we got recipes, we got photos, we got some apparel and gear, um, you know, Really appreciate the support.
0: That's awesome, man. Um, I got one final thing, man. So what sure. can I or our listeners do for you?
1: <laughs> for, for me, uh, man, I don't know. But uh, uh, the biggest thing, you know, we, we, we love to support of the business, sharing our message, sharing the word out there. Uh, if you know somebody that's getting into grilling or barbecuing, um, you know, would love to have uh, you recommend us to them. Um, but, uh, but for you, man, keep doing what you're doing, bringing awareness to what other veterans are doing, uh, sharing your story, sharing the, you know, your, your fitness journey as well, and being a dad. So keep doing that, you know, and, uh, keep fighting a good fight.
0: Awesome. Um, Greg, again, thank you for, for being on and thank you for your time. I appreciate the message that you, you, uh, you brought to this episode and, uh, best of luck and. Like you said, just keep in touch and uh, let me know how I can help.
1: Absolutely. It was a pleasure.
0: All right, brother. Hey, everyone. Raiden here. I just want to thank you for listening to our podcast. And make sure you guys go check out our website, fortis-fidelis.com. Again, that's fortis-fidelis.com and learn how you can help us support in providing these memorial coins to the families of the fallen. And make sure you guys go follow our social media on Facebook, FRTS, FDLS. Again, that's FRTS, FDLS. And on Instagram and Twitter at FRTS underscore FDLS. Again, that's FRTS underscore FDLS. And make sure you guys go subscribe, review, and leave a comment on our podcast on all the podcast platforms. Till then, take care.